Welcome to Rome is Home. We're so happy that you decided to listen again. It's always great, especially on Sunday feast day. Yeah, yeah. So we mentioned before that we started this new tradition of having a good meal on Sunday. Today was, um, I mean, I had high hopes and maybe it fell short just a tiny little bit. I, well, well it's, that's not fair. I guess in some ways you probably made it exactly as the recipe called for but it could be one of these um italian dishes where you know the simplicity maybe is not for us so okay what did you make i made a lasagna and i actually looked at a italian recipe online so i i did a bit of research this was a classic uh lasagna alla bolognese which is just with a meat sauce and meat sauce and just for people listening very meat sauce uh, egg noodle pasta, and basically in between each layer, you put some bechamel with the the meat sauce. Bechamel, 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 and queso. There we go. <laughs> Actually, I said that horribly. <laughs> you said a very American. Name. Okay, I'll take it. Bechamel, yeah. Very, very different. I mean, back home, um, when I had lasagna, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was similar things. Definitely a little, definitely more meatier. But we also, what we did, and maybe some people do it, I don't know, we also put like a layer of ricotta mixed in with spinach, and it was it was just very like, just beefy, you know? Mm-hmm. This one was very, um, very more, it was more, more pasta, like yeah. it was, that was kind of the emphasis. And the meat sauce, I let it simmer for like four hours today, I made it from scratch, I, it just, I don't know, it just missed some bit of depth of flavor, I thought, it was too simple. Maybe it, it was, but we've but, learned we've learned that's that like, is Italian cooking. That is though. Italian cooking, just based on very simple making it good ingredients, simple and, and good. And in their defense, like a lot of the stuff we've had, um, aglio, pasta, uh, aglio e olio, aglio e olio, garlic and oil, cacio e pepe, carbonara, which is probably the the more extravagant pasta. All that is great, and it's like four ingredients, three four ingredients max. Right. Excellent. This one was yeah, I couldn't. Hmm. Yeah, so it smelled Phenomenal. heavenly as it was cooking, and uh, it just didn't taste as heavenly as it smelled. But uh, all in all, I think it was a good, wholesome meal. You talked about your family lasagna. My mom's lasagna oh, yeah. is way different. So yeah. she basically has meat sauce, like a basic meat sauce, but she adds a bottle of Heinz chili sauce. So. I don't think it's around the world, but it's just... I don't even know how to describe it. It has such a chili it, sauce, but it's not spicy. It's it, it's, it's it's a thing I, of its own. Yeah, it's like sweet, tangy, ketchup-y. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It, you, it's, it, you can't describe it. You have to just try it. And pieces of pepperoni. So not peppers, but just, you know, pe- yeah, pepperoni. Cho- the chopped um, up, like the pepperoni, pepperoni tube, just chopped up in pieces. <sighs> it's very good. I enjoy it. I enjoy that style. It's very different. So different, though. So th- that was my side of the my part of the meal. How about your part? So I usually take care of the desserts, as I mentioned last week. And I was debating which to make today. I was either going to do a 
just a simple molten lava cake or a chocolate souffle. But there was a bit of drama. <laughs> there was no drama. I just happened to mention, Joey, you've been, you've been making a lot of fluffy stuff lately because he's been making Japanese cheesecakes and chiffon, chiffon cake. And so I got the hint. So <laughs> it was not those. We didn't want something fluffy today. So I made the,、uh, the molten lava cakes. And that was also very good. I enjoyed it. Could、it was it, very tasty. Yeah, first attempt. I'm pretty happy with it. It's always good to kind of. Well, I, I like that we're experimenting with meals, even like the lasagna. I mean, with all our meals, we kind of at least know、um, we've made it once so that we can tweak it. So then if we have visitors over, it's kind of like up to par with what we like to serve. But you know, we're the guinea pigs, so we'll kind of eat whatever, of course, we yeah, have. Yeah, that's but, right. The molten lava cake was good. I think it, it'd be a nice. Crowd pleaser,、I、absolutely. It, it's pretty easy to do. The annoying part is like you have to cook it during the meal, so it's, a, it's only it's a matter of timing, so it's a little awkward, but it's not like something you can make and just have like in the fridge and here you go, you know. But it's it's just a little bit of extra like stress if we had visitors, but nothing we couldn't handle. But delicious meal overall, decadent, good, and then back to uh. Back to bread and water on Monday. Yeah, that's right. More simple meal. Speaking of Monday, let's go back to more Roman things. Oh, yes. So last Monday, we tried to do Joe's residence, residency application done. And we've done a lot of research. I asked the consulate back home. I looked online. I asked expats. I, I thought I was ready for everything. And. Usually, when, when I tell people, oh, I'm sorry, I don't speak Italian well, then they, they're very you know, gracious. They speak slowly. They're, they, they're helpful, right? Yes. So we get to the, how, how would you call it? I guess the, 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 the town hall. The town hall, yeah. Something like, yeah. But the registration, civil registration. City hall, yeah, something, mm, yeah. Something like that where you do all these things. Anyway, we get to this, this place. We had a bunch of, like, all, all papers possible, photocopies of everything. We thought we were ready. And we get there, and I say, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't speak Italian well. And you could see the face of the lady change. We knew right away that she wasn't happy. Like, Oh, okay. And you know me, I get intimidated very easily, and that was it. I just felt out of place. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And not only that, but then she made us feel bad for coming. Yeah, right away. Like, it was, we, we, we kind of said we're here for my residency. And I, was, I, w- I wasn't able to speak, of course. I was just observing. And I could just see throughout the whole time as my, my darling wife is trying to speak Italian to this lady. She was not having any of it. And you were just asking, like, he's here to apply for residency. And just like the frown kept on coming, like, what is she saying? Not only that, but like, as, soon as, I, on? as soon as I said that we were here for residency, she looked at the people behind us, like, oh, I'm sorry, but it's going to take a while because they want to do residence. I'm like, isn't that your job? And isn't that the point of this whole office? I was so confused. I didn't know why she hated us. And even people told us that you have to make sure that you look pretty, that you look neat. I wore makeup. I never wear makeup. I wore makeup. I wore some like nice jeans, even though it was scorching hot. I put the girls in matching outfits. Yeah. We, we put a all, picture on Patreon. We're all dressed up.、Everything. We were all dressed up.、Nada. Still nothing. And,、um, and then right away, she started to grill us. Well, do you have an、uh, apartment contract? Like, yeah, we do.、Um, Okay, well, then do you have a health insurance, private health insurance? Heck yeah, we do. Show it to me. And then we show it. And she looks at all the details, like, no, 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 no. It needs to cover all medical risks. And here it says all medical fees. So that is not proper. And 
I, I mean, I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't, I didn't know what to you say. Didn't think that that would because right. we went, we, we went through a this insurance company, and very good India. We'll kind of explain how they helped us out, but we went. These were like the expats that said, "Take this insurance. This is good. Like this is the community recommended." So we went with this, right? Because we wanted residency, and they kind of understood on their end. Yes, this is exactly what you need. Da 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 da. So. We didn't think the health insurance part would be the uh, the surprise there, but right. there was one word that was not correct, and again, it was just it was in her defense. I kind of understand what she was saying, but it was such sure, a sure, minor, sure, sure. I know, a minor just... thing that it was just like it wasn't really the end of the world. I mean, she could have just explained like you know, calmly, like. And you know our standards are it has to say this word, but it was towards it was, the end she did. Towards and the towards end, she, the end she asked, "Okay, do you have a number for this lady?" And then I gave her the number. She called. She couldn't get a hold of her. Uh, our our insurance lady. She couldn't get a hold of her. Eventually, towards the end, she calmed down. She's like, "Okay," and she wrote down very <laughs> exactly the way she should have been from the beginning. Right? She very slowly she wrote down everything that we need for next time and checked. Make sure that you tell your insurance lady that you need this and this. And um, I left there with a little bit, you know. It was. I felt better afterwards, but the whole process was so stressful that I, the whole week, I was having anxiety about the idea of going back. Mm. I, I, I was even crying some days. I'm like, I don't want to have to go back. Like this huge, huge weight on my shoulders. But as Joe mentioned, this insurance lady really, really helped us out. So somehow they managed to. Maybe she got the message that. Someone yeah. called her from Santa Marinella and she wrote to us saying, oh, okay, so I hear that this problem, uh, I'll write to, directly to this lady. <laughs> yeah, that was that was literally as we got home because we were, we were like, let's send a lady to the, uh, an email to the insurance person. She had already sent the email like before we even wrote anything saying, I've already looked into this, going to talk to this lady, hang on. And then what was it, the day after on Tuesday or something, yeah. we got an email saying... I don't know what did it say. I can't remember. Yeah, it just it just told this this uh, Santa Marinella office lady just told her, okay, so this insurance is actually good because look at this extra document that I'm sending you on paragraph Something, seven. Yeah. yeah, here it says that it's okay. So we'll go back with this document and tomorrow's the second time. Please pray for us. Tomorrow we're gonna try. And honestly, we need to have Joe's residency done soon because then after his his thing is official then we can apply for mine and technically at the beginning of december i'll be quote-unquote illegal in italy because i'll be overstaying my my 90-day visa so i just hope that at least we get the process starting and then i'll have this little paper that says okay your process is starting you can stick around right and i mean is obviously she's she's a good stickler in that way of the law here so i think coming to and in some ways i am too of course but just coming to italy i mean the one thing everyone has told us are the families here everyone's like nothing really matters here like it's kind of like we have these laws and they say they have all these laws these guidelines and they say for the most part nobody ever really meets them it's i've heard just crazy stories someone couldn't get residency for like a year they're just living here. Yeah. And what they say is, I, I kind of like it. It's a bit wild, wild west in that sense. It's like, as long as you don't make a fuss about it, everyone's kind of like, but at the same time, against like what we're used to, it's like, we just want to do the right thing. Like our goal is not to cheat the system or stay longer than we like. Right. We're just, well, we'll follow the rules. We'll do it step by step. But we're learning it's, 
it's 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 crazy here. So I mean, if anyone listening who's kind of considering coming to Italy, yeah, the 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 the, the politics, the government agency stuff, it it is a bit painful. Um, you'll get through it, but as far as everyone who's told me, when you go to these things, have zero expectations. You know, just for the most part, expect to fail. There'll be some kind of line that'll be incorrect. I've heard some worse things from like other requirements some folks had. So like so far it's okay, but I've heard some yeah. like other like more challenging things. So anyways, like Viva said, pray for us that we'll get through it. And and we're lucky because you're European. Technically, you're allowed to be here. So it's not the same thing as if, you know, we... We're yeah. students from like, I don't know, North Korea. Like some, <laughs> so, no offense to North Koreans, but just, you know... Just like a country that people aren't like familiar with, it, then it'd be very, very difficult. But yes, yes exactly. I'm, I'm Polish, so I should be able to do it. And so far, you know, I I think it'll go well tomorrow. Oh, hopefully, that's that's my gut feeling. I don't. I mean, according to what she wrote on that piece of paper, we had every we have everything, so we should be fine. Hopefully. <laughs> Uh, and then what that was that was sort of the big big focus this yeah. week and then, then then you went to school school was Tuesday to Friday yeah but I, two classes were canceled so I had what Thursday Wednesday I was well Wednesday I was basically home for most of the day mm-hmm. Tuesday was kind of shortened as well so it's it kind of flew by another another week flying by and then Saturday rolls along and oh Saturday was oh, a yeah, huge Saturday day was a big day yeah. well we we do our Eurospin run on Saturday Eurospin is this very cheap grocery store that I love 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 because you can get so much cheap food we did our, we did groceries for a whole a whole week plus a bit of you know storage like, yeah, uh, pasta whatever spices and all that stuff yeah and 30 bucks, 30 euros, and we won't really need to go to the store during the week aside from, you know, milk or whatever. Milk or eggs, So yeah. it's a 30-minute hike. <laughs> yeah, because there's... It's a there's, normal run. It's not a normal walk. It's a hike. There's two hills, so it's... And we're pushing the girls. I was pushing them in a double stroller, and then on the way back, Viva has to to pull the uh, the grocery cart. And it was so. so heavy, and there's hills, and there's a section of the road that doesn't have a sidewalk. So it's it's a little bit of a hike, but honestly, early in the morning. You got to go early in the morning where it's nice and cool and less cars. And when we when we were walking, most of the way was shady, so yeah, no complaints. But I don't know. It's it it is it is tiring, but at the same time, too, I feel like this is so good for our our health. Just Absolutely. It's if you want to feel healthy and live healthily, just get rid of your car. I know some people can't do that, but just you'd be surprised how much walking. Like even when we came to this place, where like um, I think we walked here once, um, just to kind of test the, At the walk. The beginning, yeah, from from the center where we were staying yeah. to this apartment here. We're like, ah, this is yeah, it's stretching it, it's pushing it. But now that we are in this situation, we live here now. It's like, you know, hey, that walk's not too bad. Yeah. Be- you know why? Because we, no, we have no choice. Right. It's suddenly these things actually become easier. But anyway, so that was the morning. And yep. in the afternoon, where did we go? We went to a Japanese festival in Civitavecchia. Just, just a city, one station north of us, train station. We, I saw the event online, and we have some friends here that are interested in Japanese culture. So we were, you know, considering we're, we're going on, on the fence yeah. because we had we we were we were kind of trying to save a little money. Like, eh, we've been we've been um, we spent a lot in October just getting all the knickknacks that we need for life. So we we're like, maybe we'll go, maybe we won't. But we decided that we need to stop choking per se because we always say, oh, we'll maybe go someplace, and then when it, the time comes, we're like, nah, let's stay home. 
But this time we actually did it. We went and I I really had a good time. I mean, the food was delicious. That's all we'll it, see the reason why we went. All it was, it wasn't like this big extravagant Japanese fest. Literally, it was like two booths, you know, or three booths of just food. And it was very tiny. It was in this small little piazza. And uh, so it wasn't, <laughs> I mean, so it was, we just went there for the food. And yeah, it was all... All really good, pricey but good. Mm-hmm. I think everything, and I think some of the people that we know, our friends who were in Japan, they said it kind of looked legit. Yep. So I, honestly, it was all really tasty. It was really good. Yeah, we posted some pictures and a, a little summary on our Patreon page for our patrons. But very quickly, we had some um, yakisoba noodles. Mm. Which had some dancing fish, dried fish flakes on it. Oh yeah, that was so that, that's a pretty cool vid that you could check out. Um, we have we had ramen, edamame, sake, goiza, G- go- goiza. I, pr- I pronounced it wrong. The Japanese guy corrected me. Like I'm not going to be able to do that, man. But thank you. It was <laughs> it's kind of like chicken filled dumpling. Really, Ooh. good. really good. I love that. A funny thing is that they, they had signs that said goiza, the chicken, the chicken fish dump uh, filled dumpling. Then they said in parenthesis, Japanese ravioli. <laughs> This is how they describe it to the Italians. So. And then the, the yakisoba, they said the, Japanese spaghetti. That was the ramen. Oh, the, or the, the ramen, the ramen maybe. yeah. So that was... <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the, the last the last little bit, just to wrap this up, was uh, mochi. That was fun. That was so weird. weird. It was like this... If you just... I, I can't even describe it. Someone described it. Basically, the inside had the, um, the red bean... That they're huge on that, like a sweet red bean sweet paste. Sweet red bean paste, surrounded by it was a cold kind of little dessert, but it was surrounded by like, like a, I think it's rice, maybe like a rice starch thingy. It was it was gelatinous, but rubbery. Slime, like it was. I enjoyed it actually because yeah, I, I it, normally it don't care cookie, for red but bean it was stuff. Weird. I was glad to try that though. We got we got a, we got a handle on that one, and the uh, I guess they had the uh, the Japanese. The pancake, what is that called? The uh, red oh, bean my gosh, I dor- doriyaki or, or something. Real good. Can't complain. Yeah. Got a little bit of culture in us. And uh, that was a fun and tiring week. Now listen to the melody. Maybe it come from Italy. And I can sing like Buddy Nelly. I think it's plain to see. This week, I had I got to listen to a good a YouTube video. Um, I, t- I tend to listen to this priest sometimes. He's he's very good in terms of his ability to. He's very practical, but he also is very good at sort of explaining sort of the psychology behind behind things and behind the spiritual life. I mean, this is for those who are very interested in particular sort of this. You know, the spiritual life, what it means to be holy, practicing virtue. His name is uh, Father Chad Ripperger. He's an American. He's, uh, I think he's more of the on the traditional movement side, if you want to say, where is he? He's, that seems to be his area. But he's a very well-balanced individual, I find, for the most part. So I think anyone can listen to him and, and really kind of take things away from him. Um, this week, uh, it was an interesting talk about... You know, what does it mean, you know, to be a man? And he made some very good good observations, I think, for, you know, in, in, in some ways for me to reflect how it kind of like where how much progress I've made and kind of even 
and just in my own life, kind of growing up and maturing, you know, getting married, having kids and all this stuff. But it's, it's, it's interesting to, to see how much of a importance it is to be virtuous in this time. It's, it's, it's absolutely, um, staggering, shocking, um, just sort of the observations he sees with sort of young people that he interacts with, with adults he interacts with, and especially men, he kind of notices that men tend to be a lot more effeminate, uh, slothful. He says these are big things. And a lot of both of those vices tend to do a lot with pleasure, you know, mm-hmm. attachment to pleasure, which I think we can both attest in various points in our life. I mean, we've, I mean, who hasn't necessarily kind of gone through that where, you know, especially as a young person, really, like you spend so much of your time, I don't know, what is it, just experiencing the world? I mean, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, like without, you know. And you have no consequences per se. You can eat as much as you want and you won't be fat. I don't know, like it's... It's, or you can, you know, and depending on which household you grow, I mean, it, it varies. But I think for the most part, I mean, our, our whole, you know, child, and I'm, of course, I even reflect on my childhood. It, it was, you know... Thanks to my my parents, they always always kept us busy uh, with work and stuff like that. So I mean, in in, in hindsight, now I'm, I'm grateful for that. But even then, I'm amazed how much how much time I wasted in kind of whether it was video games or just doing anything I kind of wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you see that a lot of people, and in in some ways, I'm grateful and fortunate that I, I've kind of matured out of many of these things. And I'm you know, and I think a lot of that, of course, primarily with grace, but it also you know, getting married, having a job, and you know, has kind of slowly, and just for me, it's just this an, an active application of living virtuously, not kind of just like, oh, it'd be nice to be virtuous. No, like, because again, virtue is, is a habit of the soul. It requires you to actually work on all of them, temperance, prudence, fortitude, and... Uh, and just take concrete steps. It doesn't con- matter. It doesn't matter. You don't need to become virtuous the next day right it's just little steps at a time little steps discipline and all these things and it it, and it does wonders right and i'm because it's interesting in philosophy so if you read again i'm I'm a i'm a a novice here but just reading through the very beginning of the ethics by aristotle i've been really enjoying that just his his insights but just he's even kind of relating that like young people a young man for example is is not necessarily well suited for philosophy for the most part primarily because they lack like experience in life like if you think about it like it's especially in our time like most people don't really mature or get a taste of the real world to what 23 mm. in quebec it's probably like 29 because they do like four degrees hey <laughs> there was, what was that random attack <laughs> no, just, checking if i'm listening no, it's, it's a little true um no i'm kidding it's oh, because uh, education is so cheap education is so cheap Anyways. i i didn't have any debt when we got married but you did that's true Ooh. it's true boom paid it off though boom continue anyways that was that was just a slight <laughs> little um but yeah, most people really don't experience sort of that the hardships of life till what 23 right and you know that was my situation too right so really that's you know, and it kind of makes so yeah, a young printer kind of person rushing into philosophy, which requires someone to be already sort of disciplined. But another thing he mentions with young people is passions are wild, right? I mean, you know, lacking temperance and stuff like that. It's you know, young people tend to be like that. So I don't know. I just sort of really reflected on the idea that it's just at least maybe people who are listening and you know, um, considering you know, is it too late to ever start you know doing philosophy? It's it's. In some ways, it is a bit more advantageous to be a bit more mature 
in this. And I even, you know, again, mature not only in the practice of virtue, but kind of overcoming a lot of these these base passions, you know, that you're kind of running after when you're younger, but now it's kind of you're mature, able to kind of take these things in. Um, yeah, but no, it, it, it's, it, it's, 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 it's just something to really think about. I think for all men and then women too. I mean, this is, I mean, when, when he speaks about being slothful or effeminate, there's, I guess, even on, on the women's side, there's obviously vices that, you know, based on their nature that they have to, and slothful is everyone, right? I mean, that's, yeah, especially me. <laughs> anyone, Guilty. anyone, and everyone can be sort of attached to their, to their passions. But no, this is, and it's, and he's, he's not, one interesting observation that I like, especially um, related to our times and even men and technology. He does notice that he made an observation where a lot of young men, for example, or men that he interacts with heavily engaged on their phones and all that playing video games a lot too he's saying when they're older you know quite a bit he's kind of saying like men are geared towards using tools you know that's why we like we like having tools and we like being able to do stuff and in some ways a phone a piece of technology or a controller is sort of a tool but so what can happen is that yeah there is a natural drawnness to this and but the thing is, he finds that yeah, people kind of get stuck into that and it's not necessarily of all the tools that one could probably use it is sort of maybe the least conducive mm-hmm. to kind of virtue. It's it's again he he kind of always emphasizes this this pleasure seeking mindset, and he says a lot of men, you know, arguably in their you know thirties, forties, fifties, are for the most part little children. They haven't really, and he he reflects that very interesting in marriage for marriages, for example. Like this is a big thing even for me. Like you know, making sure like um, like something I stand for and I'm strongly for is, you know, men um, leading the spiritual life in the family, you know, right. being very kind of the role model for that. It's something I strive for to do always in the, in our family. And they say that if the father is a very strong spiritual presence in the family, then the likelihood of kids following suit later in life is very, very high, much, much higher, like dramatically higher than if the father is not practicing at all. Yeah. So fathers being the spiritual leader has such a big impact you also mentioned you also mentioned as well that there because even the relationship between a man and a woman in in the marriage like you know we in the faith believe that the man does have the this this sort of the authoritative role not in a sense of sort of suppressing but just you know or like controlling you know negative because there's are people can abuse obviously that authority but just kind of you know leading charge taking choice and actions and doing all these things he does he made an interesting observation as well where men if they're too kind of pleasure seeking or still kind of embedded in their passions not making really any progress in virtue they tend to let default it to the women and it's interesting then what we do see quite often a bit and you know god bless women for kind of taking these things up it's you know they tend to be sort of the the spiritual leaders in the house they tend to do all the sort of the the tasks making the decisions and stuff like that it's kind of left to them mm-hmm. um, at church too it, right it's it's all these things you see it so it's yeah he's he's he was very adamantly picking on men in this case and I'm, there's probably other separate talks for specifically for women but i just i just thought it was interesting as a as a man and especially you know, I, the the philosophers are even our faith, for example, always advocates that the the happiest man, 
Zav is the most virtuous man. So it's about really growing in virtue. And our, and our faith is like that. I mean, even Christ himself says, you know, take, take, take my yoke because it is light and easy. Following Christ in that way is the most, by being virtuous, by being holy, we are the most free. But unfortunately, once, once a man or a woman kind of gets sucked into this life of constantly following their passions, their appetites, the life of virtue, and I think we can all say this in some point in our lives, the life of virtue, trying to actually be a good, you know, as we believe it to be good, because people can argue with me what's good. I mean, that's another discussion. But just actually living a good, virtuous life, for most people, is probably more tiring than anything. But it's just a consequence of once you kind of let your body rule you for so long, it becomes very hard for the soul, the spirit to kind of regain that soul. But it can be done step by step it's not this isn't lost this isn't kind of you know anyone listening who's kind of like i want to be virtuous it's very hard to kind of get myself motivated and i pray that you find someone in your life or you have someone who can encourage you because i think that's very important to have especially for someone who might be maybe of the um, the phlegmatic temperament oh my goodness yes i'd be lost without you seriously and and in many ways i i, I need your also your phlegmness for for other reasons mm-hmm. it's kind of not a it's kind of a nasty word i don't know i phlegm phlegm yeah. sounds it's but it, you know what i mean like it's so it's Reach out to each other. We have, we are this body, but we have to kind of realize we don't have all the strengths. We also need to realize that others have them, and we can benefit each other, right? The stronger need to serve the weaker in whatever capacity they can. So, grow in virtue, especially men. Slowly, surely, you know, we got to do this for the rest of our lives. Women as well. We're all doing, we're all in this together. All of us. And if you feel like giving us on page, giving us money on Patreon, if you've been on the fence for a while, this is the time. We're crunching numbers now and more money from our patrons would help. Of course, we're very grateful for anything that we have. Um, we love you guys so much. So Patreon. Oh. And yeah, you just if you want to follow us, we got pictures and stuff, man. So yeah, we're trying to post at least daily. once a day, if not every other day. So And ask us questions. I mean, ask us questions on Facebook, you know, or send us an email. We'll more than gladly answer your questions. We also hope this is useful for you, fruitful for you in some ways. But also, this is just the story of our life. So patreon.com slash Rome is home. Take Have care. a good week, guys. Take care and God bless. Yeah.